08, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 295 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we're going to be chatting about Call of Duty making the switch, joining the Fireflies for free 99, a new in-house developer teaming up with the naughtiest of dogs, and when does CD Projekt Red sleep? All that and so much more. But with all that said and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? I'm a little delirious right now. Yeah. Uh, I'd spend a total of like, I don't know, four hours in traffic total today yeah. between morning commute and coming home. Um, whoever thought it was a good idea to only have like really one main road in and out of the town that I work at yeah. when something bad happens. Not good for everybody else. <laughs> Absolutely not good. Yeah. It was a, a bad city planning uh, decisions over there. But other than that, I'm good. Uh, right. Replay God of War 2018. Is finished that. I'm ready for Ragnarok more than ever. Um, yeah, I'm just excited. Video games are here. Video games are not here. Enough, not enough time. It sucks. Not enough time to play them. I, you know, talking before the show, like, I'm playing Plague Tale. I'm enjoying Plague Tale, but I keep going back to Cyberpunk 2077. And can you. I tell you something about Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah. Still a little bit buggy, but it's like Bethesda level, like, oh, this is this is nice buggy. It's ser- serviceable kind of thing? Yeah, it's like... Like sometimes there's like floating like T post people in the street, you know. Sometimes you know I don't know someone gets stuck into my car. Sometimes I'm about to beat the game and I realize one of the quests that gives me one of the endings is bugged and I have to go ten hours back to redo that side quest. Oh boy! Like really charming stuff like that. Sure, but I keep going back to it. I go back to my cyberpunk wife Judy. I can't stop. Won't stop. Why are you continuing to do this and not go back and platinum God of War before Ragnarok comes? It's such a good story. That, that is where my problem lies. <laughs> the thing is, like, you the, promised the people you I, have it done before Ragnarok. I'm a liar. You guys ooh, know ooh, this. Clip it out, everybody. Clip yeah, it out. Go fly when, a kite. <laughs> whenever Joe sa- says something really smart yeah. about video games on Twitter. Take that clip. <laughs> Just <laughs> quote me with it. I'm a liar. <laughs> no, here's the thing about Cyberpunk. I want to get this off my chest. Yeah. It is a fantastic game for none of the reasons that make open world RPGs like spectacular. Like usually okay. it's the world you get lost in. Sure. But I'm gonna be honest with you, Night City. Like, aesthetically pleasing. Don't get me mm-hmm, wrong. Mm-hmm. But it often feels like a blueprint to a city. Fair. There are times where, like, maybe I get out of the car and there's, you know, the city becomes more populated. But oftentimes, I feel like it fails to capture what GTA captures in its open world, where it's, you know, it feels a, like a hustling, bustling city. Oftentimes, like, the highways are just blank. There's, like, no cars mm-hmm. on the road. And I just feel like I'm just driving through just one of those, like, abandoned cities out in, like, China. A ghost Have you ever town seen those? Kind of thing. Yeah, like a ghost yeah. town. Um, where, like, yeah, we've erected these skyscrapers, but, like, no one's living here. Yeah. The thing that I, I love about Cyberpunk, 
above just the gunplay, I feel like is fantastic and it feels limitless in terms of like what you can do. I feel like the combat's fantastic, but the reason why I keep going back to Cyberpunk is the story. The story is really compelling. And Johnny Silverhand is such a compelling character that I want to see where my journey with my V and Johnny takes me. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing that keeps me coming back to cyberpunk. It's not, it's not the, the open world and like all you know, I'm not petting foxes or getting distracted by dodo birds along my my story or getting to the story. It is well, you are getting distracted by Judy. Let's be fair, fair. and Pedro. yeah, and sometimes rivers. Yeah, you know, sure. I'll be honest. He's he's a, he's got one eye. <laughs> he's a tall glass of water. <laughs> he is. Like Kyle, you did something over the weekend other than just raising a whole t- ton of money. Yeah, for kids almost a thousand dollars. Thanks everyone for coming and hanging out. It was fantastic. You got a tattoo? I sure did. First ever. I'm a bad boy. You're, <laughs> you're, oh, you're bad. Egg. I don't know if it shows up well on camera because it's an awkward spot. Yeah. Um, it is, <laughs> as my mom put it, because this is how she looked at it first. It, uh-huh. You know, audio listeners, I'm, I, I just, it's on my forearm. Mm-hmm. And if you, if I have my arm straight out like I do now, she's like, oh, why do you have an Easter basket <laughs> tattoo? <laughs> I was like, no, 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 hold on, hold on. And then I put it the other way. Yeah, yeah. It's a um, it's an astronaut uh, chilling on a crescent moon yes. with the uh, the initials of my nieces and nephews and stars around it. Because I uh, I always tell them I love them to the moon and back. So I wanted to have that on my arm, and whenever I have a uh, a tough day or need you know a reminder mm-hmm. of why I do what I need to do, I yeah. just look down. It's great. You know, I, I I wept the entire way home after I got that tattoo. I kept my composure. No, absolutely not. I, I didn't hurt at all. <laughs> I'm just I, picturing Kyle. You like trying to act tough, like as the needles like hitting your skin. You're like, mm, mm. You just no. Get there, 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 and then there, the moment, <laughs> the moment you get into your car, you close it. Uh, <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. no. There, there are a couple spicy spots, uh, but yeah. honestly, it wasn't as bad as what I built it up to be. Oh, really? Okay. But uh, I kept my composure in front of Kel- Kelsey, our mutual friend, yeah. um, who is a tattoo artist, following her dreams, I'm so proud of her, and I, I, I thanked her for it so much. And the moment I got in my car, I kept looking at it, and kept thinking about it, and, and not only is you know my my nieces and nephew, it's a reminder that you know I met Kelsey, I met you, I met Mike. It's yeah. like. Ooh, I'm gonna cry ten minutes into the show. We didn't um, even make it ten minutes in. Uh, trophy unlocked here, sir. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Speed run trophy achieved. Yeah, uh, it just it reminds me of where I've, how far I've come in the past few years, and you know, yeah, yeah, you it's know, crazy. Funny, funny, you mentioned that because I was talking to one of my coworkers, and I was just like, you know, I'm always, I always want a tattoo, but I always feel like I'm, I'm gonna look back on it, go, oh boy, like. Like, will I, this is just a what if, will I still love Bloodborne 15 years from now? Come on, Joe. You're going to be sitting in your rocking chair out on your fun porch on Halloween just with a countdown to the second. That's right. Welcome, children. It's been 15,000 days. My last words to like my great, like great, great, great grandson's like, it's been 27,865. Yeah. Yeah. You give out blood vials and not like, you know, fake blood or whatever. No, you went to a blood bank and just bought blood and and put them in vials. But like, to give out to 
children. But I'm like, what if I don't like that thing anymore? Right? Like, sure. what? If, what, what uh, and my coworker said actually something really, really awesome. It's like, don't think back on like a regret. Like, you, you take a look at that tattoo as a as kind of like a moment in time of yeah. wh- who you were. I'm like, ooh, that's very profound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. Um, so yeah, I, I've been I've been thinking about getting some ink. Yeah, getting some tats. It's oh, fun. Yeah. And, and and what everyone who has tattoos uh, uh, say, yeah. the the floodgates are open. I want more. Oh, it's like I've always wanted a ton of tattoos, but I was always nervous of you know finding yeah. an artist like me trusting enough in somebody. Like obviously, I trust Kelsey to yeah with whatever. So like, I want I want my sleeves now. I want oh. tattoo sleeves. I want, okay. I want you know my plan of everything that I love because I wear my heart on my sleeve. Yeah, everything that I love on my arms on my sleeves. So I like it. I like it. One day I'm just gonna come up and be like you know teardrop on my face and <laughs> the Mike Tyson <laughs> eye thing. Be uh, wild. And I'm gonna come in one day with tattooed sunglasses. <laughs> sunglasses. <laughs> like Kyle, how do I look? Do I look hireable? <laughs> You know, what a stupid tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Kyle, we're here to talk about PlayStation, okay? Not about hey, sir, take your glasses off before you go into the metal detector. I can't, (laughs) I can't. I have to peel my skin off, (laughs) exactly. Uh, but listen, we're here to talk about PlayStation. Before we do, I do want to address the elephant in the room. Um, last few days have been incredibly difficult if you've been following me on the socials of medias. Um, I want to give everybody just a shout out, uh, a thank you uh, for all your kind wishes, uh, all your support, all the messages, all of it. Um, you know, my father was in the hospital um, with some heart stuff, and uh, it was very abrupt, very sudden. And, you know, for me, this was the first time my father was in the hospital for something serious. Like usually he's coming in for me. You know what I mean? Like I've uh-huh. done something real dumb. Um, Can I just interject really quickly? Yeah. Dad's going to be okay. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, your, yeah. your choice of words made it sound like oh, it was really? very like it was abrupt. Dire? Oh. Like he was like, he has left us. Oh. That's, that's what it sounded like to me. So yeah, Sorry. dad's okay. <laughs> Spoilers. <Everybody>. Whoa. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like usually it's for me because I've tattooed sunglass frames on my head. But, you know, it was a special type of scary because it's just like, this is my Superman in a in a in a hospital bed. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Um, But thank you for all your well wishes, your support. And for my father getting the what is it? Uh, Pneumonia shot, whatever. I I can never say that word correct. Yeah, Uh, because that's what he had. So he had a, a he got pneumonia on his flight home, um, and then that caused him to have some some heart situations happen for some yeah. underlying things, um, and they were able to cure him. Uh, so thank you all so much for your support. I, there's so many questions that end with "hope everything's well." Luckily, this one ends in a in a in a happy ending. Everyone's great. Um, now we gotta we gotta learn from from uh from this situation and grow from it um and get healthier as a whole family as a whole unit so everybody thank you all for your support and with that now 
let's get into some housekeeping. Of course, uh, we're just like two weeks away. November 5th is right around the corner. That's Extra Life. Uh, us, Carpool Gaming, Save the Game Media, Extra Life team has assembled. We are raising money for the Strollery Children's Hospital in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. This is the hospital that helps the friend of the show, Marcus O'Neill's son, Miles. And we're donating the $200 limited edition God of War collectors uh so please 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 if you can ten dollars gets you in gets you entered to win the awesome thor hammer edition of god of war i'm also throwing in my digital copy as well from my collector's edition so and there's two, two copies Ooh-wee. and a digital collector's right there as well chance to win and raise some um, some money for a really amazing cause and for some really amazing kids like miles. Uh, we've already raised, I think over $1,800. Is that correct? Somewhere around there. A stupid amount. Of I'm money. looking it up right now. Uh, right now, uh, the team, the three of us have raised, uh, $1,856 and 98. I love it. You yeah. love to see it. Uh, if you want another chance to win the digital deluxe version of God of War Ragnarok, this is very simple. This is the this is what gets you in. Rate us five stars on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and you are entered to win the digital deluxe version of God of War Ragnarok. You could be like our five star review X John X eighty four, who writes in, would have given six stars but not enough funny voices or impressions. I love it. People are loving the voices. People are really, they're like, don't you dare. Don't you you dare stop the goofy voices. How dare you? (laughs) All right. I'm getting, I'm getting it guys. I'm getting it. So again, be like X John X 84. Please send us your five star review. And honestly, real talk, just like me to you in your car, singing in your cubicle. Uh, I, I could really use the support. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a, it's been a heck of a week. So uh, the kind words would be very much appreciated. Of course, I want to thank our patrons over at patreoncom Room. It's your support that keeps this show running. It keeps us looking good and keeps us sounding great. It's because of your generosity over at patreoncom Room. I want to thank our newest members, Justin Rodriguez at the Silver Tier and Rude Days ninety three. I want to thank our platinum producers, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members, and Johnson, Too Soon, Gavin Gottfried. Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Ren, Metal Kirby, Steven Flesh, Doth Simon the Pie Man, Chaotic Monkey, Enigma, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Sith Lord 92, and Struples and Bits. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Awesome Dave, Hide Indoors, Marcus O'Neill, JB the Purple Monkey, Jettis Vaughn Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Brenton Zachary, Kay Grimm, Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, The Good Sir, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, Drellish, Foolish Fuji, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Elo2032, Bubble Boy N7, Jesse Garcia, Hambone, The Aztec King, Stone Cold, E.T., Astronaut Junior, not to be mistaken with Astronaut Senior, Green Gorilla Gamer, Katie Stubbs, M9 Prime, Sean McKenzie, and Johnson, Final Fan XZ, Androzo, Vitante Tatted, and and ooh, and Johnson. And I and name so nice I had to say, I think like three times at, at this point. This is my bad, but you know what? You got like three shout outs, so 
I fixed are. it last week, and Joe added more chaos. I wanted to break it again. And Johnson, and of course, Lamb Chop yet again. Thank you all so much for your kindness and support over at Patreon. It really does keep the lights on, keeps the show going. So if we ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever your situation is, it really does mean a lot. If you could throw us a buck our way, it really does help us out. So, Kyle, now, with all that said and with all that out of the way, 17 minutes into the show, baby, let's get crazy. Let's square up the news. Hey, let's start with a little bit of, uh, I don't know, Xbox news on the PlayStation show. Wild. <laughs> Rebecca Valentine over at IGN writes, Phil Spencer would love to see Call of Duty on Switch. After a lot of back and forth between Xbox and Sony about Call of Duty's availability on other systems, should the upcoming Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard go through, Xbox head Phil Spencer has just tossed another piece of hardware into the mix, the Nintendo Switch. Per The Verge's Tom Warren, Spencer said today at WSJ Live that not only will Call of Duty be available on PlayStation, but he also wants to bring it to Nintendo's hybrid device. Quote, Call of Duty specifically will be available on PlayStation. I'd love to see it on the Switch. I'd love to see the game playable on many different screens. Our intent is to treat Call of Duty like Minecraft, end quote. On Spencer's end, he repeated that while Call of Duty will come, come to Game Pass, he still intends for it to come to PlayStation on the same day, but he stopped short of saying how long that will last or whether Xbox owners might not get other uh, special perks over other platforms. Still, the through line in Spencer's past statements has been that Xbox's goal is to bring games to as many people as possible on as many platforms as possible. He mentioned this again in the second half of his quote at WSJ Live, emphasizing what the goal of the Activision Blizzard deal was for Xbox. Quote, this opportunity, the acquisition, is really about mobile for us, he said. When you think about 3 billion people playing video games, there's only about 200 million households on households on console, end quote. The acquisition battle has been especially, especially weird lately as multiple governments begin to investigate the massive acquisition for potential antitrust violations. Xbox recently launched a website to tell the public what it thinks are the benefits of the buyout. Meanwhile, Sony has been slamming the deal, saying it has, quote, major negative implications for gamers, end quote, and urging governments to look into it. As for Call of Duty on the Switch, Nintendo's largely stayed out of the back and forth thus far, though back in 2019, there were rumors of Xbox Live on Switch, and in 2021, more rumors hinted that Xbox Game Pass would similarly show up. While that never materialized, we did get Cuphead and Ori and, uh, and the Blind Forest, previously Xbox exclusives. Maybe talks haven't stalled out after all. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. Why would you say any of the things you just said? Uh-huh. If this deal was going as swimmingly as what people are making it out to be like. Mm-hmm. So here's the question that comes in from the 85 Marauder. Of course, you can send us your questions over at the Trophy Room Discord server, or you can at us at PS Trophy Room and 85 Marauder writes in. Not a question, but rather a statement. <laughs> and I love this. Our, our Discord had some energy. Uh, they had some energy, and I felt like this was the most reasonable one. We have zero in all caps, all caps to trust this man. (laughs) Our intern. Don't trust them. Don't trust them. First, just look at the PlayStation 5 version of Starfield. Ooh, we. And second, Microsoft is within their right to keep Call of Duty as an exclusive if they're buying the entire cow. Sony looks pathetic, grasping at straws to prevent a sale that is going to happen. 
Kyle, 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 Kyle. Joe, 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 Joe. The reason why we put this here on the news is this, quote, our intent is to treat Call of Duty like Minecraft. And the interesting thing that 85 Marauder points to is where is the Starfield version uh, or PS5 version? And that is That was the, being worked on. That was being worked on. That was a thing. Yeah. And that would lead to me saying simply this. The CMA, right, uh, one of the regulatory bo- uh, bodies of the UK, whether you think they're going on, you know, they're, they're making loony and crazy decisions, which I believe they are as well. But one of these regulatory bodies have pointed out the fact that Microsoft says all these really nice things. We're going to plan on putting it on more platforms, not less. And they do, at the end of the day, restrict games on certain platforms and not others. But Phil Spencer did say, he goes, and specifically, Call of, and, and this is his words, Call of Duty specifically will be available on PlayStation. Our intent is to treat Call of Duty like Minecraft. What's Phil Spencer saying? Phil Spencer is signaling that he is willing to negotiate Call of Duty if it means that this deal goes through. That's what it's speaking to me, Kyle. I don't know if what it sounds like to you, but it sounds like this deal, no matter how many social media accounts of Xbox emojis and PlayStation emojis tell you, is seeing some back and forth. It's seeing some fight, just like a lot of these types of acquisitions, especially this size, go through. Just look at Disney and the Fox merger. That was blocked before it was inevitably passed with concessions. The things that gave us X-Men and the MCU, right? So I don't think this is going as swimmingly as what social media accounts are telling you. I do think that Phil Spencer is here signaling and saying in the public forum, to get lawyers to talk to lawyers to say, hey, I think Call of Duty is going to stay on PlayStation for a significant amount of time. I don't know. What what do you think? Am I just blowing smoke up my own ass, Kyle, or is, do you feel like there's something here? Yeah, open your mouth and get some smoke rings going because, yeah, uh-huh. I think you are. Oh! I, 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 I just made that up. I thought it was funny. Uh, <laughs> it was. I liked it. I, I'm with uh, Marauder here. I yeah. have zero reason to trust anything that comes out of phil's mouth oh my also God. i have zero reason to trust anything that comes out of jim ryan's mouth when sure. it comes to this they are just two rich people in charge of a very wealthy corporation on both sides yeah that are just fighting over who can get more money out of this <laughs> this stone that they found being call of duty yeah like it's just like me as my little uh uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I almost said pheasant, peasant over here, <laughs> where like the kings are are fighting yeah. over another jewel that like it's I don't it's whatever. It's like in the yeah. other room, they just have more toys that they're gonna bring out and play with. And at the end at the end of the day, sure, maybe Call of Duty will be on PlayStation for a little bit while longer, like yeah. it was originally. But like, it's kind of what I've been echoing here on the trophy room for literally months now. It seems. Jim Ryan's goal was not to have Call of Duty permanently on PlayStation or Jim Ryan's goal was to sabotage this deal for it not to go through. 
Jim Ryan's plan was I'm going to throw a wrench to get a better deal that was previously offered to me. Yeah. And that's what he's doing. It's a dog eat dog world. Yeah. And I would say like, does PlayStation, like, honest to God, does PlayStation look pathetic? Yes. Sure. But like in the grand scheme of things, do you think like my brother who is not a gamer, but will buy a Call of Duty actually cares? No. No, so like what it looked like the optics is not going to hurt you that bad in terms of weird deals behind the scenes that, you know, people that are hardcore care about. It's not, you know, this making PlayStation look weak or pathetic or whatever. God of War is in two weeks, right? Yeah. yeah. We're going to forget all about this, right? It's the games that keep us there. PlayStation had three of the their biggest pillars in their IP come out. Yeah. Horizon, Last of Us, God of War in the same year. That's unprecedented. Yeah. And again, at least in recent times, does it look pathetic that like God of War is going to be in that game of the year contender category and talked about? No, PlayStation's still in a good um, position in, well, just, I think the market's perspective, that's why I do agree that this Activision deal should go through, but in the consumer light of you just keep on giving me good games and I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm going to be content. Um, so for me, I, I don't feel like this makes PlayStation look pathetic in the grand scheme of things. I just feel like they're trying to get a better deal. It's, it's just what I echo here and it's finally happened. Look at what happened to Apple in the EU. In the EU ruled Apple has to give up the lightning cord. And it has to switch to USB-C. Why? Because Samsung, Google, and a couple other companies complained about it. And Apple's in their rights to stick with the lightning cable. It's their goddamn device. You uh-huh. would think. It's not that simple. So what I'm telling you, when I'm saying to you is, this quote, you bet your bottom dollar is going to be in some dossier in, in, a, in a lawyer's possession at the negotiating table going, okay, you want this to be on like Minecraft? Well, let's discuss what that actually looks like. Uh-huh. That's yeah. what I kind of think at the end of the day, what these quotes scream is PlayStation's going to stay or sorry, Call of Duty's going to play stay on PlayStation, but guys, Xbox y'all are going to get the better deal. You know, for 15 bucks a month, you're going to be able to play all the Call of Duties, yeah. you know, and get all the perks and, and the weapon skins that yeah, we get. Yeah, yeah. Let's mine that redstone to make a tactical dot on the shotgun yeah. for <laughs> we <can> use. <laughs> exactly. That's what I think. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, go for it, Kyle. I just, I just can't wait for this all to be done and over with. I know. I, it's a broken record, but like... But to me, I feel like this is finally that, that final step of like, okay, so this is confirmation from the biggest exec that or biggest signal from from the exact that, yeah, they're conceding some ground, of which I feel like any person outside uh, our spheres would kind of agree. Yeah, this is going to happen. Concession's going to be made? Absolutely. Yeah. But this thing's going to go through. And this yeah. is probably just one of, if not the major concession, mm-hmm. that Microsoft's going to have to deal with. And it's going to go through. And we also just have to live with it. This yeah. is The moment this was announced, we just had to, like, put everything aside and just be like, Hey, this is what it's going to be. It's done. Like they're not going to, you know what? Let's give you back the billions of dollars. No, that's not (laughs) happening. It's done. It's done. It's going to happen. It's going to get approved, but they got to shake some hands. They got to dot some eyes. They got to cross some T's and they got to make some, some deals with 
government bodies. Again, it's not that simple. It's not like they're in their right. It's 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 much bigger than that. It's much more complex. That said, though, I feel like the biggest news coming out of Microsoft, I'm going to be real with you guys, it's not this news. It's the fact it's... that Age of Mythology is coming back, guys. Ooh. Game Pass PC. I'm just telling you. That's the thing we should be talking about. And also, what, was it today where they were like, oh, yeah, no, uh, eventually we'll raise our prices and everything? Yeah, yeah, they said that. But listen, this is not an Xbox show. No, you, I know. Can... I know. It's, it's gonna, that That's that all in time. Exactly. <laughs> you know? exactly. So remember, a Corvette used to be a nickel, and now it's... <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I remind of the older generation of, yeah. like, when I'm at work. Like, oh, people are so lazy these days. Really? Yeah. Oh, we have I, to work... Twice as hard to afford half the things that you could. I used to go buy Lucy's in the in the gasoline station for a nickel. It's like, well, a sucker was a, a a dime. Yeah, then I could ride my bike everywhere. All right, Grandpa, go back to sleep. All right. Famous Seamus writes in, speaking of Phil Spencer's Call of Duty quote, do you think we'll get Call of Duty on Switch before we get Bloodborne on PC? You son of a. It's famous Seamus, you betrayed me. You betrayed my trust. How dare you? Thank you, Seamus. Yeah, probably. <laughs> what, was, has there, what was the last Call of Duty game on a Nintendo console? Uh, Black Ops 2. Uh, that it was, was on Wii U? Wii U, yeah. Wow. It's I was like a, number like 69th in the world because I would just duke on all these dummies who bought a Wii U. There nice. are other 70 people in the world that bought one. <laughs> yeah, <there's 70> <laughs> <laughs> I oh, had really, such faith. Really quickly, how sad, I don't know if you saw this. Yeah. How, how sad is it that some streamers are like, you know what? I'm not going to play Call of Duty multiplayer because it's skill-based matchmaking. and That's stupid. I don't want to do it. Uh, Because they're afraid to look bad. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. How dumb is that? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. They're gonna make more money than I ever will see in my entire life. Eh, don't worry about that. All right, Kyle. Listen, yeah. we had our little. Let's not trust Phil Spencer. <laughs> Again, I think it's going through. I think we're being silly about it. I think, um, I think we're all being semantic. And I feel like if we get out of, if we get out of our echo chambers and we get out of the bubble that is social media and we just take a step back, going, okay, let's actually evaluate what phil just said and i feel like it's it's pretty clear at this point he wants this thing to go through and it's not to say like oh everything's on the line and everything's about to explode but it's not going as swimmingly as they would like i mean they've even said it themselves publicly you know they've even come out to create their own websites going look at how i mean look at what you're gonna get out of this deal folks it's gonna be great like it's they're fighting to get this thing through just like how the Sony lawyers are fighting to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. And I'm going to tell you this. If they get that concession, which it seems like they are, Jimbo's going to look really good in front of those those that, that boardroom when they're deciding who the next Sony CEO is. As much as I have problems with him as an individual, I think it's going to be... I, it is a much smaller company. It is like a David and Goliath type of thing. And if I'm looking for the next CEO of my company, I'm I'm looking at the guy that made the trillion dollar company bleed for a couple. That's that's what I really feel like was Jim Ryan's intention through and through to make himself look like a, a victor to get himself the CEO job. And 
Uh, mission accomplished. I, I definitely feel like this probably seals that deal. Kyle not, silently nods. All right, fair enough. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, I, I thought we were done. I thought that was like your ending comments. I didn't yeah, want to Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Kyle, let's talk about the next story on the list. this evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Zermina <laughs> uh, Khan over at PS Lifestyle writes The Last of Us multiplayer might be free to play. Job listing suggests The Last of Us multiplayer might be free to play if a new job advertisement by Naughty Dog is anything to go by. A Hawkeye Redditor spotted the job listing for a live ops producer on the developer's website, which specifically seeks a candidate who has experience of quote triple a free-to-play live title end quote while the last of us isn't mentioned anywhere in the advertisement it is the only naughty dog multiplayer project we know is in development so speculation suggests what we knew as factions quote unquote is now a free-to-play standalone game the last of us multiplayer major part quote unquote of sony's live service efforts Quote, we can finally announce that we're creating something much larger larger than a mode, Naughty Dog said, of the multiplayer game earlier this year, adding that it's an extremely ambitious undertaking. Previous reports claim that the game will be a major part of Sony's live service efforts. The company has made no secrets of its desire to expand into the live service arena, especially following Bungie's acquisition. Quote, we're looking for a live ops producer to support our major new multiplayer title, reads the job description via Reddit. Naughty Dog wants someone with proven experience in a production role supporting a AAA free-to-play live title. Ooh, we and Shubles and Bits writes in just like you can too. Again, Trophy Room Discord server link down below in the description. Hey guys, Joe. I hope your dad's doing well. He's crushing it and is on his way to a speedy recovery. That he is. The crazy son of a gun's going into work tomorrow. Wild. Just wild. And even his boss, who's not a great human being, is like, Armando, you need to relax. He's- is every dad out there stubborn? I just feel like that's yeah. the thing, right? Yeah, you would think. And maybe and maybe got a little rocks for brains in there. Because like, if I would be chilling out right now, my yeah. boss literally said you could take the day off, don't sweat it. And yeah. I'm not going to win an award, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Come on. Exactly. Uh, just for a plaque on the wall? No, no thanks. No, thank With you. With The Last of Us multiplayer, uh, ad- ad- sorry, adapting to the free-to-play model, what other Sony franchises do you think could benefit from such treatment? The the next Ghost of Tsushima 2 Legends mode, possibly? So let's break this down a little bit, Kyle. First and foremost, this, you know, we've been talking about it. Is this going to be a premium thing? Is this going to be a a mid, you know, middle-of-the-road $40 experience, $20, just to, to get you through the door? Is this going to be the incentive to get into one of the higher tiers on, you know, the PlayStation Plus services? Mm-hmm. Um, but now it kind of points to it being free to play. Do you think that's the right move for Sony, first and foremost, before we talk about what other things could use that free to play model? Uh, Yeah, I think it would be wise to have that as be part of the the new PlayStation Plus collection thing that it, the, I, I was I already forgot what it was. What's it called now? <laughs> the new PlayStation Plus. Hey, there it is. <laughs> you, uh, you know, something like a, another uh, selling point for why you should subscribe to that, because, hey, look, yeah. you can get this thing, even though that takes away from it being free to play. But I also like I don't know. Maybe this is just me after yes. a long day, not thinking, you know, straight um, free to play in, uh, in this listing triple a free-to-play live title yeah could they just be looking for somebody that has experience in that realm 
Yeah. Like maybe not just, you know, in the big AAA, big free to play live titles, like types games like a Fortnite or, or a Destiny kind of thing. Like it doesn't, this doesn't necessarily tell me it's free to play. It's just no, they're looking for somebody with experience in that ah. arena. Fair enough. I I feel like that description alone, though, I get where you're, you're coming at, yeah. right? Uh-huh. You're like, just because you have experience doesn't mean this thing's going to cost free 99. Exactly. Um, but I do think, I, I I actually think this is a really smart approach if PlayStation chooses to be. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. With it. Um, because I think when you look at games like Fortnite, when you take a look at games like Warzone, and then you just take a look at Epic's model with, you know, Fall Guys and and really just evolving Fortnite's model into their other games like Rocket League. I mean, let's not forget about Warframe, which has been around for years. Exactly. So PlayStation's really looking at this going, okay, again, Herman Hulse highlighted that these live service games will be day and date, PC and PlayStation, uh, ecosystems. So PlayStation's really looking at this through the lens of we need to get as many players through the door as possible. Gatekeeping to a sixty or seventy dollar premium, whatever, even just gatekeeping out a twenty dollar tier, is not going to get enough butts in seats. We need those butts in seats. So they're taking a look at. You're right. Your Fortnite. Your 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 um. Your uh, oh my god, what did you just say? Your oh, destinies, your, your destinies, your Overwatches, and they're just like, okay, yeah. this is how you maintain a high concurrent player base, and let's use one of our most beloved IP to drive people to our ecosystems or to the PC ecosystem. Mm-hmm. We just need as many bodies as we can here. I think this makes a tremendous amount of sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And to go with, with Struble's second part of that question, where what franchise could benefit from that such a treatment? I would love to see a, a Horizon free-to-play multiplayer thing. Ooh. Where, where it, it's like you were just in this world I like that. with other people as part of like different tribes around around mm-hmm. uh, uh, Horizon's world, and you're collecting resources, and you're bringing it back to the base and whatnot, yeah. and it's just like a... What's the... Uh, oh, my God. The Vin Diesel riding on a dinosaur game. Oh, no. No, Ark. You, you... It, like something similar to that in that vein where, the, you know, I I believe wasn't the first Ark free to play. Yes, I believe. God damn it. Why do you bring his name in here, Kyle? Why do you hey, sully the trophy hey, room with Vin he's Diesel? He's got to go fast in the prehistoric times. Come on. I hate it. It's all but, about uh, family. And... It's all about raptors. Um, <laughs> but like. I, it's it's like an arc spinoff game. I, I know what you're getting at here, but like, yeah. for me, I don't know if every single game should follow that free to play model. Um, but I think like a Ghost of Tsushima, like Legends Two, should. I think if it's and, and it also kind of depends the game as well because you take yeah. a look at like a Final Fantasy and it's free until like level twenty or something, and then you gotta pay up for all the expansions you got to pay or, or the latest expansion you have to pay up for that monthly, uh, that monthly fee. Mm, mm, so mm. like, I feel like there's definitely different models to take. And I think when it comes to this, you know, last of us naughty dog experience, 
if this is what the rumors suggest, where it's a Tarkov-esque, here's this one map, um, it's ever-changing, there's players as clickers, maybe there's players in there also hunting like a Dark Zone in, in the Division, that's really cool. But uh, that scope is also, though ambitious, it's also kind of contained where I feel like a Horizon, let's say, you know, monster hunter like game. I don't want that art style to deviate one bit. I don't want it to look like a cartoony Fortnite game because it may be easier or prettier on the eyes or whatever. No, I agree. Or, yeah. or cheaper to make. I want it to be this is a horizon game. This is not to say more ambitious than but a bigger project than let's just say a Last of Us Tarkov-esque sure. uh, solo experience where it's, this is ever evolving content. This is different zones. This is different monsters. This is different, you know, end content raids, all that stuff in this experience. And that's why, you know, I could see that title going for like a premium $70. Whereas like, sure. Yeah. A Ghost of Tsushima, you know, two legends mode. I could see that as like a really fun, yeah, also free to play experience where it's here's a couple of maps, here it's a horde mode game, have fun. And and that to me I feel like is is great. I feel like you just get to explore with this model more. Or yeah. with all these different models, and that's what I kinda want PlayStation to do. Yeah, I I, I didn't mean by uh, what I said were like the actual like single-player games like you mentioned the final fantasy up to like a certain level i don't think playstation will ever do any of that free to play yeah that just doesn't make much sense to me but i i feel like the multiplayer spinoffs being more free to play i think it would be so much beneficial because again single player person here the thing i hate is when a, a multiplayer mode is tacked on and, it, and it's half baked. So, like, if if I it's always free think to play, about like Dead Space Two multiplayer, I think of God of War Ascension. Yeah, where like that should not have been in there. They tried it. I mean, listen, they had an idea. They tried it. I'm not going to take away from that, but it to me took away from everything that they could have put in the single player game. Yeah. So if if they're going to take these IPs and make separate free to play things that just benefit the the main solo game or whatever game it is that is what i dream about in this new live service area of playstation mm-hmm. um just like i don't want another god of war ascension I, and i think i on. think you, you you hit on a really good point because like th- think about the ps3 era Right. Where it's just like you had because of games like Call of Duty, everybody needed a shooter to be the Call of Duty killer. Every single people forget Arkham Origins had a multiplayer mode. We could forget about it. But (laughs) remember, remember the online, uh, you know, passes pay five bucks because you bought it used. Oh, yeah. uh A lot. A lot of those multiplayer games were were that reason why those games were you know, had those like weird $10 locks. I don't want PlayStation just to follow Fortnite or just to, you know, follow, you know, uh, an Overwatch or, or Warframe, whatever. I want them to experiment with these different models to find out which one fits and do something different. And I think the Tarkov element of, you know, I think you're seeing a lot of developers going, okay, Fortnite and Warzone have the Battle Royale thing. But we think that there is something here uh, with, like, the Tarkov experience. And if y'all don't know, it's similar to, like, a Battle Royale where you are a player on the map. You're trying to collect gear 
There's other players on the map, but they're also players that are disguised as AI and AI that are hunting you down as well. So it's this multi-layered type of, uh, not to say arena, but uh, open world where you are fighting to survive. And And it's a slower paced thing from what I see. Yes. And so if, if developers think that there's blood in the water there, to experiment, to do something new and maybe capture what Fortnite has, but in this other realm, that's exciting for, to me rather than, you know, a hundred Ellie's dropping a map. <laughs> right. And we got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The one that's the most depressed wins. Uh, it's, I was going to say the, 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 the first one who can play uh take on me. Oh, uh-huh. find the guitar and play it. <laughs> to I like completion. it. I like it. No, the guitar's the pickaxe or golf club. Oh, ooh. oh, here it is. That's new Fortnite counter. That's right. <laughs> it's every time he mentions golf club. Yeah. Oh, uh, also, just a little update on my brother's Last of Us journey. Made it oh, to the yeah. museum. Ah, oh. made it to the museum. That's amazing. And good vibes. He He's loved it. it. I love, oh yes, that makes me happy. Mm-hmm, makes mm-hmm. me happy. He's almost, he's pretty close to the he's, to he's the, the turn. He's getting there. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm really I'm wondering when the turn happens, how he's going to feel. I can't wait to ask him again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Kyle. Here's the second naughty dog story on the list. Ooh. Yes, two naughty dog stories. Ooh, any. Eddie McCooch over at GameSpot writes, Naughty Dog co-developing new game with Last of Us Remake Studio. <clears throat> Don't die. Excuse me. Please. Uh, it's fine. And a uh, new team, <laughs> Job Ad says, a recently spotted job listing seems to, to suggest that the Last of Us developer, Naughty Dog, is working alongside the studio behind the game's recent remake on a new high-visibility project. Not only that, but PlayStation may be creating a new internal game studio for this project, whatever it may be. A job ad spotted by Push Square at PlayStation Global calls for a senior producer who will work at a new internal game development team that PlayStation is building. The listing said this new team will work alongside PlayStation Studios Visual Arts, the team that worked on The Last of Us Remake, and Naughty Dog. This high-visibility project is being developed in collaboration with Naughty Dog. Though currently unannounced, we have a clear vision and plan to release. Using our existing expertise and premier talent, we will guarantee a high-visual quality bar for the game and a compelling experience for our players, the listing said. The job ad is seeking someone who is proficient in all aspects of AAA game production and management. So, uh, if this PlayStation Studios visual arts team sounds familiar, that was the Mike Mumbauer led studio that originally tried to take uh, tackle the Last of Us uh, remake one remake that yeah. then Naughty Dog usurped, and they were a support team on. Now it seems like they're going to have a bit more creative uh, control on the next or creative say uh, in the next project that they're going to have with Naughty Dog. A lot of people, Kyle, are, are kind of using the cues of The Last of Us Part 1, Kyle, to a shocker to none, sold <laughs> way better than the people Duh. thought it was going to. <laughs> I think for the month of September, it was, and I, listen, this is not like, oh, because it sold really well, box, it, it's sold well everywhere. But yeah. it was uh, number five on September's uh, UK charts. Awesome. Yeah. That is one platform that it sold on, number five. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty telling that this thing sold better than all the 
drama and controversy thought it wasn't Absolutely. going to sell and how useless yeah. it was. So uh, the last one has weight to it. Looks like it's got gravitas behind it. It looks like. Um, so do you feel like this means that the next game rumor has it? It's going to be an uncharted game. Duh. <laughs> we've heard it for too long. We've heard it for too long. And also like when I read this, I instantly thought of that Malaysian team. Ooh, okay. Instantly thought because they are posting pictures of the team together on on Twitter and whatnot, and that could be this new internal game studio that is being built up to work alongside Studio Visual Arts. And how is it not Uncharted? So Get, get Naughty Dog to do whatever they're doing next the multiplayer game you know that yeah. whatever neil is working on next if it's not last of us part three but buckle give, up yeah what if this is a remake of the first uncharted yeah would you hate it and would you boycott it immediately no because that game needs a remake <laughs> it really does that that game needs a remake you had to aim your grenades using the six axis controller yep. like it it I forget if they fixed that in the Naughty Dog uh, in the Uncharted collection that Bluepoint yes. did. I forget. I forgot what they did there, but there there was some quality of life things that they did. But that it, game needs enough. a remake. Yeah, uh, that would I'd be welcome. But like, I don't care. Just give me more Uncharted. I def- I'm at that point in my life where I want to play some Uncharted again. Yeah, I I I feel like them. I feel like Naughty Dog's doing a lot. I feel like the the partnership means that they're more. Um, <sighs> They're more like creative. Um, kind making of sure their baby's being taken care of. Yeah. And that this visual arts team and their other partners are going to do justice to what I do think is another Uncharted remake. Whereas I think the Malaysian team is working on a five? the next. Yeah. Uncharted five or the next Chloe with, with, with Cassie. Yeah. Oh yeah, so I I don't know, man. This news, a lot of Naughty Dog stuff. It, like I think it goes to show how PlayStation is truly expanding its teams yeah. to do so many different things. What do you think, though? The main team is working on right now, Kyle. The main do, team. Yeah, the main team. The Neil team is working the on the Neil team. It's that Neil Team it, Six is what I heard they call them. <laughs> the the Neil Team is working team on is my heart of IP? hearts. My heart of hearts is a new IP in space. Because that of is tattoo. No, not because of my tattoo. Okay, just because of, of you know Ellie loving space, and they right. like hinting at whatever they're working on next in their previous games, and okay. I just feel like that's something I would love to see Naughty Dog tackle. Yeah. I like do. a space opera in space, a Star Wars-esque kind of thing. Like, Ooh. yeah, please. He said Star Wars. I, um, I said the war of the stars. I sure right. did. <laughs> Go see a Star War. Uh, yeah. yeah, I want their next IP to be original. I don't want them to go into The Last of Us Part Three. I do want them to take, not to say like a break. I'd never want to see Last of Us again. I want to see Last of Us go play that Tarkov-esque game, but yeah. I want to see what's next for that main team. It's similar like when we think about Bethesda Softworks, and you're like, you guys are the guys that make 
the fallouts and the elder scrolls i want to see what their you know fallout is going to look like if that makes any sense it's it's very similar to um oh my god Gorillas kills on horizon. Exactly. We we know Naughty Dog now for Last of Us and Uncharted. Yep. And now I would what like to see. What is the next thing? I would like to see Gorilla do something else. Absolutely. Take a break from Horizon a little bit and yeah. do something. You know that I think we've expected PlayStation to give their teams that allowance to. Hey, create that IP, create that sequel, and then be a little weird. Yeah, and we've seen that with you know multiple of their teams. So whether that is Sucker Punch, whether that is Naughty Dog, whether that is uh, even Santa Monica. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cool well, wins. what's Corey working on? Huh, Corey? What are you working yeah. on over there? On Santa Monica? Yeah, come on. What's going on over there? Tell us. So awesome, cool. I'm excited. This is probably an Uncharted remake, and honestly, it desperately needs it. Uncharted One Whoa. did not age with grace. Everything looks like plastic. Everything looks like plastic. The gameplay definitely needs that rework. That is uh-huh. one that definitely needs it. Uh-huh. Uh, it's been 10 plus years. Yeah, no. Yep. It, it, yeah. Uh, I, I'll play the hell out of that game. Please. <laughs> All right, Kyle, let's talk about another remake. <laughs> oh, my God. And I got a great question after this one, but go for it. Have they us. learned nothing? Andy <gasps> Robinson at VGC writes, CD Projekt is remaking The Witcher in Unreal Engine 5. This mic arm is very loose. According to the company, the remake will be, quote, rebuilt from the ground up in Unreal Engine 5 and is currently in the early stages of development at the Polish studio Fool's Theory, where veteran Witcher series staff are involved. CD Projekt Red is providing full creative supervision, it said. It's been confirmed that the remake is the same title that was announced earlier this month as Canis Majoris. Quote, it's still early and we want to ensure... I hardly know her. (laughs) How dare you? It's still early and we want to ensure that the game is created with the utmost care and attention to detail. Therefore, while we're excited to share the news with you, we want to ask you for patience as it will be a a while until we start talking about this project in detail. The company said on Wednesday, CD Projekt Red boss Adam Badowski said in a statement, quote, The Witcher is where it all started for us. For CD Projekt Red, it was the first game we ever, we made ever, and it was a big moment for us then. Going back to this place and remaking the game for the next generation of gamers, to experience it feels just as big, if not bigger. Collaborating with Fool's Theory on the project is just as exciting as some of the people there have been previously involved in the Witcher games. They know the source material well, they know how much gamers have been looking forward to seeing the remake happen, and they know how to make incredible and ambitious games. And although it will take some time before we're ready to share more about and from the game, I know it'll be worth the wait, end quote. Earlier this month, CD Projekt outlined its development slate for the foreseeable future, including a Cyberpunk 2077 sequel, a new trilogy of Witcher games, Witcher spinoffs, and an original IP. Kyle. That's going to give me a two-star review. First off, I love how you're struggling with this mic arm. I, I want everybody to give a round of applause. This thing was falling apart while Kyle it, was reading it. It completely came off my desk. <laughs> like the glue <laughs> adhesive to the, the rubber part yeah. on top is completely off of the mic arm. So please oh hold. Yeah. Okay. I'll, don't worry. I'll buy you time as you read oh, I, 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 Here, I, I'll, I'll just mention why I said have they learned nothing. Yeah. 
Are they? They're announcing too much. I feel like. Okay, when does so- CD Projekt go to sleep? <laughs> what, <laughs> what is happening? And oh. it's too much of the same IP. A oh. bad thing. There's okay. a lot of Witcher now going on. There's a lot of Witcher. You got to capitalize on that Witcher Netflix show that's not working. Yeah, Henry the Superman. What? What? Exactly. Exactly. He's you know he's the Black Adam. Was it worth it? Well, I guess so. Kyle, okay, there was some rumors with speculation um, that, hey, maybe CD Projekt Red's looking to sell themselves. And the reason why they're announcing this, that, and the other thing is because they're trying to get a higher asking price for their studio, right? So they want to get bought out. They want a parent company. They want, though, a good price for that buyout and they think that by announcing all these games and all these projects and all this ip that that's going to boost their 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 projective projective price do you think that that is what's happening there though the source is david jaffe and he looks like a hermit (laughs) uh truer words have never been said man Um, looks unwell I am when I, I'm sorry, not what Unkept. Yeah. There was yeah. a character in World of Warcraft that lived in a shed. And when I look at David Jaffe, I think about that War, World of Warcraft character in Duskwood that lived in the shed. <laughs> so uh, the source is fickle, but do you I, think? Because you're you're like, why are they announcing all these things? Huh? No, it it does make sense, but for me personally, David, I hope you're well. I hope you make make no offense to it. I just want <laughs> you to shave, and I know, look at me, right? But like, I get it. I can take my own advice. We could do it together. It'll be like a, a confidence boosting thing for both of us. <laughs> the I just for me looking at this news and hearing this news uh-huh. of all these CD Projekt ra- games. Uh, I'm not, you know, I haven't played a ton of them. Yeah. I played Witcher 3, I don't know, eight, nine hours before they announced that their re or the, the next gen version was being a thing, so I stopped. Fair enough. Um Cyberpunk again, I tried a little bit. When I think of CD Project Red Games, I think of gigantic, time consuming open world RPGs. It's fifty How hours. Did- it's a 50, 50 hour game. What, Cyberpunk? Yeah. Okay. All right. The Witcher 3, though. But if you want to platinum it, it's 100 hours. And Witcher yeah. 3, let's forget about it. You're not platinuming that. Yeah, exactly. So, like, the fact that there's going to be three Witcher games, Witcher spinoffs, original IP, the Witcher remake, a Cyberpunk sequel, that's a lot of time. Within, what, the next decade? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of Witcher stuff. That's a lot of time consuming. You need to dedicate a lot of time to play these games. I'm already exhausted. <laughs> well, you know what? It's like, you know, I Jeff- understand not every game is for me. Right, and I sh- I don't need to play everything. It's just that is that's a big hill to climb. What's well, kind of what like uh, like Jez Gordon from Windows Central uh, tweeted out something. It, it kind of got me thinking a bit. Um, it's like it sucks that like I'm gonna play the next Fallout game or next Elder Scrolls game probably when I'm forty. Like games mm. take so long to develop. Yeah. You're talking yeah, four yeah. or five years plus now. You know, I have. I've even seen people go, I'm tired of remakes. Even though this one's super justified, the first Witcher is not available on console. No, nope. It is super dated. It should be brought back uh, yeah. in the light. But like, and those are kind of the in-between things while you wait for the next, you know, numbered sequel. 
I do like what uh, what CD Projekt is doing though, because they're handing these games to different teams, and they're they're having different teams form to create their IP. So like you know that uh, was it like Fool's one of theory? the yeah Fool's Theory is working on the remake. There is a dark fantasy IP that they're working on from a new studio, and yeah, right now they're currently working on the Witcher game right now. Um, and that's all awesome. So like they're they have multiple teams at work creating things, and I think that's what CD is pro- project is trying to show you. In the wake that Bethesda is now away from us, and we talked about this I think last week, you know Bethesda is no longer. There is now CD Project Red that's going to fill that void. This is them I think announcing that we are going to be the big triple uh, A multi platform. RPG house. We're going to be that big Western RPG firm. That's what we're going to be known for. And that's what we're specializing in. And look at us take us seriously. And that's another way for them not to look at getting bought out, but looking for investors going, look at how much stuff we're making and it's ambitious. And there's TV shows about the games that we make and they're great. Either though, you know, I get it. What's your book, but yeah, maybe yeah, it's yeah. my game. And Henry Cavill being, let's be honest, it's fucking dreamy. I'm, I can't, I can't believe that out. He's, whew, my goodness, are you kidding me? I, I question everything. I look at that man. Uh, so like, yeah, that's what I think that this is all leading to. Kyle, do you think that this is, this is it? This is going to be the thing that gets you in to the oh. Witcher. Oh no, I'm I'm very into the Witcher. I want to play it. I'm just waiting for that next gen patch okay. for Witcher Three. Like I'm already interested in it. Like yeah. it, everything about that world is cool. From what I played, I enjoyed it. Even though those menus are a lot, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of mechanics. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm extremely interested, and I, I I'm generally excited to play these games. Well, it's just I already feel a sense of tiredness <laughs> well Matt my can... like, man oh my god all the all the things all the npcs to talk to and quests okay. and items oh, like boy. maybe meet your judy maybe i have her name is miranda i'm asking too yeah, yeah. <laughs> god damn right matt kennedy writes in gentlemen a few weeks ago i wrote about my love of the witcher series as a whole universe when you discuss cd project uh red's uh, future projects on the show it is without a doubt my favorite gaming franchise of all time i'm a huge fan of the books and show i have actually replayed the witcher in the last year and i'm currently replaying the witcher 2 in preparation for the witcher 3 ps5 patch nice hearing the news that they are remaking the first witcher game on unreal 5 is or has me ecstatic. I think it's a fantastic game that really paved the way for the second and third titles just to keep getting better. With the first game being a PC exclusive, Witcher 2 might have released on Xbox, but pretty sure no PlayStation version. You are correct. correct. It was only version yep. uh, uh, Xbox. I'm really excited for a new community to experience the origins of Geralt and past characters. Do you guys see yourselves jumping all over this game at release? What is your hype level? Joe, hope the family is well. Thanks as always. I'm going to be honest with you, Kyle. 
I do see myself jumping on this remake. CD, yeah. CD Projekt Red's got a got a got a fan in me now because mm-hmm. after Cyberpunk and me enjoying it as much as I am, um, I am jumping into The Witcher 3's next gen patch as soon as it comes out. And once this PC version or sorry, this this remake comes out, yeah, I'm absolutely jumping onto it. I also think this is a good way for CD Projekt to kind of learn the ins and outs of Unreal. So seeing how robust this engine is and how beautiful it looks, I'm I'm at a I'm at a reasonable late. I'm not jumping jumping, you know, on the rooftops and oh my god. Did you hear that? Oh yeah, they'd be racing. I know they'd be racing in the same road. But um I'm not like you know jumping from the rooftops, but I'm very excited for sure. Yeah. What what about you? I would say I I would say I'm probably like at a seven, seven and a half. Because this is exciting. I I, I do love going back and playing games or IP from the start. I really hate jumping into a sequel knowing that there are other games that I have missed and story that I have missed. So the fact that, you know, the first game is coming to console for the first time and especially PlayStation for the first time, yeah. that excites me. And from what I remember from those games back in the day, I think they did a Mass Effect thing, right? Where your story choices carry over. Excuse me. Yes. Or something like that. So I, I would so. love for that to be a norm for all of these again and bring that back because I would love to have my version of uh, Geralt in, in The Witcher being different than yours. Geralt? It's pronounced Geralt of Orivia? What did I say? Geralt? Jeez. Whoa. Have you ever seen that in like a Whoa. YouTube comments? They're like, you 1, pronounced the ra- name wrong. Yeah. You dumb <laughs> Like, it's like, relax. Settle down. You're lucky I remember to put on socks today. Chill out. You're here. You're listening. You know what I meant. They're like, this. you're one of my favorite YouTubers. Two stars. (laughs) You pronounce Atreus as Actreus. You big dumb dummy. It's Kratos, not Kratos. (laughs) That's right. If you actually learn Greek, you'd know that. All right, Kyle, let's talk about more entitlement in the next story on the list. And it's a segment I called Call of Duty Single Player Reviews are in. Let's talk about numbers. These are three reviews currently for the Call of Duty Single Player. Kyle, I'll have you read them off for us. Of course. The first one comes uh, from Xbox era writer John Clark. John gave it an 8.5 8.5 as finer and as finer an example of AAA Hollywood gaming spectacle as ever there was full of incredible visuals and set pieces with a ton of gameplay variety and only a few moments that fall that fall flat it can't help but occasionally feel to be a greatest hits collection of previous Call of Duty moments at times, despite the earnest and well-intentioned efforts to mix things up a bit and that's okay for fans of the series they'll be more than satisfied. Uh, Tamar Hussein over at GameSpot gave it an 8. Modern Warfare 2 had big shoes to fill, but the campaign includes a large serving of nostalgia and a fun variety of missions. And Matt Perslow over at IGN gave it a 6. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2's campaign is a lackluster follow-up to its refined predecessor, saved by its best-in-class shooting. Oh, uh... Boy, Green Gorilla Gamer writes in. Sub dudes. Okay. Yep. So reviews have come in for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Dot dot dot. And IGN gave it a six. Now I'm not one to throw shade at IGN, 
but it's hard for reviewers because they're not going to like uh, everything they watch or play at the end of the day. It's all subjective. I posted uh -huh. about the review score on my Instagram and a ton of people responded to me saying stuff like, IGN has no credibility. I'm loving the campaign. And IGN never gets it right. They gave Vanguard campaign a seven, bro. This campaign's a masterpiece. I'm, exp you know, I'm just thinking of dude, bro, back of the cap, Ford F-150 type of guy. Uh -huh. All right. So it begs the question. Is there still a place for review scores? Everyone is going to love what they love, hate what they hate, and reviews are helpful, but slapping a number in front of it seems to sway people when they could still love it. I, for one, am still quite surprised that She-Hulk got an 8 and Black Adam got a 5. I think those two should be reversed, honestly, but it begs the question. Do they need numbers? Should people write reviews? And if people are really interested in it, uh, then they'll read it. Question mark. It's not that simple, sadly. <laughs> um, you know, this is a great question. I, uh, you know what? Maybe you should have got Travis for this episode because honestly, Travis reviews a ton of games, and he's a very earnest reviewer. He's he's really. Pretty strict. He's like one of the highest reviews he's ever given, I think, is is a nine. He's a, he's a strict reviewer. Uh, he's a strict teacher, strict grader. Now, that said, numbers bring people to the site. They get the eyes on the screen. That brings the traffic in. If you don't have a number, oof, or some type of scale, people ain't showing up. But I don't know. What say you, Kyle? Do do we think we should just forego the scores, forego the numbers, the point fives? What do you think? I hate them so much. <laughs> they suck, I, don't they? <laughs> they suck. I understand why they are a thing for sites. I get it. Like you mentioned, it, it, it's a way for people to check out their reviews. And even then, people don't really read the reviews. They just look at the number, which is. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I do. Sure. Yeah. Uh, maybe I will go there and look at it first, but then I'll go back and read it. Yeah. Um, like, like, look, if I'm stuck at work and I and and I know a review's about to to oh to, yeah, just a real quick to yeah. drop, I'll be like, mm -hmm. oh hey, excuse me, I gotta take a dookie in the toilet. They'll be like, whoa, Joe, <laughs> you can just say restroom, but I want to be graphic so they know I, I need time. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll go and I'll like go on Metacritic or I'll go on. Go Open look Critic. at the uh, the bayonet of three scores and then throw them in Sean's face. <laughs> Just to copy paste them. And listen, like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 right now is sitting on Open Critic at 73, which it's means like, it's good. It's a good game. It's good. It's Call of Duty. Yeah. Matt, like, let, let me do a little bit of math. Let's do a little bit of uh, Jason Schreier uh, type of uh, in depth, you know. Sure. Oh, boy. Looking at it and being. Get out the graph paper. Putting everybody. myself in the story and blocking you if you disagree. <laughs> Like, let's take a look at Madden NFL, you know, 21. Game uh -huh. sold like hotcakes. It's yeah. out of our wheelhouse. It's averaging out of 64. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. They're both positive scores. It doesn't matter. People still love those games and play those games. Just because someone put a number in it doesn't mean that that's what it will forever be. And your tastes are bad because you only play sevens. Yeah, right? no, yeah, yeah. Some of my favorite games are, are are not the highest scored. Like if we're if we're going to talk strictly like PlayStation games, yeah. the Order eighteen eighty six is a phenomenal God experience bless. of a game. Yeah, that did not score very well at all. Yeah. It is still one of my favorite early PS four games. 
yeah. I love playing that setting is incredible. Um, I feel like numbers do more harm than good because that is what gives ammo to the people who are loud on social media and use it as ammo as yeah. weapons to, to either kill somebody's hype for a thing they're excited about or to prove their argument. And that is it. Or like dumb They're, console boy narrative. Exactly. Bullshit. Yeah. It's, it's so unneeded. Yeah. What I would propose is similar to what Jose who writes in question regarding reviews. If you Please, could change how reviews are scored eight out of 10, etc. What system would you prefer? For example, since many games aren't fully done being baked, maybe a play immediately wait to play a skip for now system. I would love that. Yeah. I would love just a, a simple, like, you know, even a word. Good. Great. You know, pass for now. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, wait a little bit. A flippity boop. Like, a boppity flip. A flippity boop boop. You know, a baker's does it. I don't yeah. know. Just like things more. What's the lo- Baker's dozen is a number. It's 13. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally right. That was a bad example. <laughs> I guess more nuanced than just a number, yeah. like uh, hearing a word or a phrase about whether or not you should go play this game, I think has more weight to it than a number so, or it should have more weight than a number. Yeah. So like, I think there, even though it's not a sexy thing for a site to do that. No. And I think there's some reviews I've car- carved that out for them. So like, I know like AVG is huge. He's one of my favorites. It's like buy, wait for sale or never touch. I think yeah. that's great because there's nuance there and it makes you go and actually listen to the points that they're trying to say. Yeah. Um, I think Skilled Up is one of the best YouTubers out there. He's literally one of the only ones I listen to at this point uh, because they're so thoughtful with their analysis. And it's usually like, I recommend this game. I strongly recommend this game or I don't recommend this game. I strongly yeah. don't think you should play this. Yeah, I love um, that. That's great because there's nuance and you get to uncover how they got there rather than here's this number and it's more definitive. I hate that because, yeah, like people are like, oh, they rated a Vanguard of seven. It's like that's a different person that reviewed Vanguard. Yeah. This is a different person reviewing Modern Warfare 2. Exactly. Two totally different people, two totally different games. We're all different. If if we weren't, it'd be... And so when, I don't have my bleep button. It wouldn't be. It'd be fucking boring. Yeah, if we were all the same. It'd be so. Boring. If we all, if we all hated ketchup, which would be great because I hate ketchup and it'd be gone forever. Well, that would suck. Relax. <laughs> Love ketchup. But see right there. Like we yeah. both have different opinions on a condiment. I that I think yeah. is atrocious. Like, and that's totally fine. Yeah, I mean you're wrong, but you're fine. Like, you're fine to, th- to be wrong. My my point is this. <laughs> it's like. There are, are, are often people going then like, oh, why did Advanced Warfare get like an eight or a nine? Or it's like, because first off, who cares? You're thinking way too much into it. You're yeah. not you're not the Bob Woodward of goddamn, uh, uh, you know, video games. There's no hidden conspiracy here. Nope. It's like like someone literally said that I, on, and on Twitter. I was like, those are three different games reviewed by three different people with three different, three different teams <laughs> made by three different teams review. And, and with all three of which had different review structures. Yeah. Like advanced warfare was reviewed with the multiplayer. These games were not. So yeah. let's relax. Let's not let just because you like something and it is, I, I love what our good friend, uh, miles from windows central has said, like, Hey, normalize playing six out of tens or seven out of tens. Yeah, and yeah. I would I would echo going normalize playing a game that doesn't have to be your game of the year contender. Yes, you can have fun with like Cyberpunk is a seventy six. Yeah. I'm really yeah. enjoying Cyberpunk. 
normalize, I'm not a score get to me. Yeah, normalize okay. going through with your purchase of a game because you're excited about it and not letting other people tell you, don't buy this game. And, and if you're generally excited to play it, buy it and play that game. Yeah. There was nothing that is going to stop me. And I'm going to do a little twist study, Joe. Ooh. My good friend, Luke Lore, from <gasps> playing Gotham Knights. There was nothing that was going to stop us. He says at so all. much mean stuff about you all the time. I mean, it's I mean, I feel like most people do, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing, nothing would stop me from playing that game. Nothing was going to stop me from, you know, having the statue, yeah. uh, this beautiful statue. Of Doesn't look great. Knights. Oh, you're you're nuts! It's awesome. Uh, like, there's nothing there was nothing that was going to stop me. I'm yeah. going to buy it. More people should do that instead of attaching a score to their enjoyment of something. Just yes. enjoy the thing. Just enjoy the I thing. love bad movies. I know they're bad, yeah. but I love them. Yeah, yeah. Just internet, How stop being you. weird. That statue's awesome, Joe. How dare you? And here's the thing. I'm going to go play Modern Warfare 2. I think it's going to, you know, as we see reviews trickle in for the multiplayer and all that, it'll get boosted up and, you know, Sean won't be as depressed as we are now officially winning by double digits <laughs> in our fantasy critically. That's fine. And that's the really only time I care about review scores is when I'm dragging Sean Capri through yes. the mud because yeah. he's got rocks for brains. Oh, that's boy. it. Oh, that's sorry, all I got to say. Uh, please play games. Have fun. <laughs> the numbers don't matter. I'm here to tell you, numbers do not matter. If you love, speaking of my good friend Luke Loy, he loves uh, Zack Snyder. I don't like Zack yeah. Snyder. I think he's kind of overrated. Right? Sure. But uh, he loves Batman v Superman. I I think yeah. it's a. Uh, I'm not here to trash on Batman v Superman just because he likes it. No. Yeah. One of my favorite sayings: Don't yuck someone's yum. Exactly. Let them enjoy it. Please. They're not hurting themselves or others. Let them enjoy the thing. Please. All right, Kyle. Enough of that. Enough of trying to do appease to the betterment of humanity. I don't it's think always a losing battle, but I feel like we have to every time. <laughs> every time. We got to at least try. It's time for some flash news. Gotta run. Gotta go fast. Oh, running late. Oh, this episode's been fun. Okay. PlayStation Essential Games 4 November have been revealed. Neo 2 for PlayStation 4 and PS5, Heavenly Bodies on PS5 and PS4, and Lego Harry Potter Collection on PS4. Ooh. Kyle. That's a good lineup. That's good. That's a great lineup. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what Heavenly Bodies is, though. Same. I was actually going to lean on you. It's uh, a, let me look it up. I, I, I feel like it's a weird... Uh, is it weird game about... Knots, the body in the absence of gravity, discover the ever-changing nuances of weightless motion in this challenging physics game. Okay. Oh, okay. All right, cool. I'm going to play Neo 2, though. Hold on a second. And I'm going to play it for a good 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I can't remap the dodge to the circle, so I'm out. Yeah. I, but I'll I'm try it. Yeah, give it a good go. All right. I'm just trying to see if this is okay. Apparently on Steam, Heavenly Bodies. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know how well they were, you know, talking about review scores and whatnot. There's over 1,300 reviews for this game on Steam. Okay. It's currently sitting at a perfect 10 out of 10. Ooh, wowee. So, like, if if that's kind of your thing, go for it. And here's the thing you eyeball it and go, eh, all right. Yeah. But, like, Call of Duty, I know what Call of Duty is. Yeah. We all know what Call of Duty is. I'll play the shit out, Call of Duty. Love it. All right. 
Next one on the Flash news. Uncharted flopped on Steam. It flops a strong word, but it didn't do great. So sure. uh, let's talk about it. This comes from PS Lifestyle. God of War peaked at 73,000 players on Steam. Guerrilla Games' Horizon Zero Dawn peaked at 56,000. Insomniac's Marvel Spider-Man peaked at 66,000. And prior to Uncharted, Days Gone posted Sony's lowest numbers on Steam. And Ben Studios' title was well above Uncharted with 27,000-plus players. Uncharted 4 on PC garnered just 10,000 concurrent players. Um, don't think this is a surprise. No. Are, are you disappointed by this? No. I... Part of I'm just trying to think of a way to phrase what I was yeah, to say. Explain the inflection in your voice, sir. I feel like most people have played Uncharted 4 already. Yeah, it's like this even is... as a PC owner, Uncharted 4 is pretty old. It's the oldest one out of all those games. It still looks great. So plays still great, looks but... great and plays great. It's a great game, great story, great action set pieces. It's awesome. I feel like a lot of people have already experienced it. And to me, it's like, okay, this is also the conclusion to the main character's arc. Exactly. Going back to the Witcher conversation where I like to play games from the beginning, mm -hmm. this is the fourth one. There's three other ones. Yeah. And so I feel like if they ported the collection over, that would have made more sense. Probably. Uh, But again, then you have to rework the the PS3 motion control type of situation. So I understand why they chose Uncharted 4 at the end of the day, but this isn't surprising, nor nor do I think concerning. Same with the Ben Studios Days Gone, because you already announced it's not getting a sequel. So Uh why should I invest in this game? Sure, yeah. Whereas God of War, you're going to be playing it on PC next year. Same with Horizon on PC. You're going to be playing that you know, next year. Yeah. As as per Herman Hull saying it. So, yeah. yeah I, this makes sense. Everybody stop flipping out. Don't worry. Yeah. So everything's going to be fine. Daddy's okay. Marvel's Midnight Suns Deep Combat. Sorry, Deep Dive uh, and DLC characters revealed. Have, Kyle, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I have. Deadpool has taken over from their Twitter handle. <laughs> last couple that. days it's pretty great <laughs> so the dlc characters you can expect are deadpool storm venom and we're gonna be morbid out yeah <laughs> all right we'll bro, talk. wait bro, i thought venom was one of the bad characters in this well game. it looks like we're gonna have to find out what happens to venom because yeah. he is in it yeah. he's a dlc character so yeah. let's uh let's let's start with morbius <laughs> go ahead they just put him in here because it's a meme at this point, right? One thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. Storm, awesome. Storm oh, is fantastic. In awesome. Deadpool. Um, do we know if Nolan North is voicing Deadpool in this? Ooh, a good or we have not check. seen anything yet. Please check. Yeah, I don't know because that would be pretty rad. Um, but all these characters, except for Morbius, let's be real, are cool. Even listen, Jared Leto aside, I feel like. Also, Morbius fits in this dark, you know, gothic theme that they're setting here. So even Morbius being a meme does make sense. Um, Kyle, do you you think you're going to see Morbius now that it's on Netflix? (laughs) Joe, uh, spoiler alert. I own Morbius. (laughs) I bought it. Kyle, what? Hey, don't yuck my yum. I enjoy bad movies. I can't wait to watch it one day. All right. Fair. No, we gotta live. 
Live by our teachings. It's morbid time. Come on. All right. Each character has their own decks that can be fully customized. The fallen enemies from the trailer can show up in any ba- battle randomly. <gasps> Sabretooth. Oh, I do that Sabretooth so was... fight in the first X-Men movie. That was dope. Oh, that was great. Hulk so like the example they the example they showed um briefly because it was an hour kind of like live sure. stream kind of thing. I didn't get to watch all of it. I got time for but that. like the the original trailer, right, where the, the villain comes out and has possessed other Marvel characters like Hulk and Sabretooth and whatnot. Yeah. Those characters aren't just you only see them in one place. They will show up randomly in just basic battles with other mm. like lower level enemies. Oh, that's really cool. So it, it's very much like a, a Mr. X almost kind of thing where they'll just show up and you're going to be like, Oh no, this is not a simple battle anymore. I got to deal with, you know, the big yeah. guns. Oh, so that's, that's kind of really cool. Awesome. I like that a lot. And like, I love customizing the decks for each character. There's a lot of depth there. Um, they did. They showed some Spider-Man uh, gameplay and stuff where yeah. Spider-Man can jump off of, nearby walls and then use that to springboard into enemies as this like an gonna attack be cool dude it's it's gonna be awesome honestly <laughs> I, I am so our axis does not miss no nope. i cannot wait so here, here's the thing the only way sean capri wins is if because they have this in their fantasy critic league audience is if this game hits high 80s and pentiment also hits high 80s then they do win that's scary. That's a scary thought. We don't want to be in a world where Sean Capri wins anything. Anything. I know I don't. All right. Cool. I'm excited could for this game. I'm hyped. Me. Couldn't be me. But there is a game I'm more excited for, and a lot of info just dropped out of it. Uh, God of War previews are up. <laughs> Swear yeah. alert. You didn't get the preview. Nope. Uh, but there's awesome info that, that, that did drop out of this. So uh, we have a resolution mode. That is 4K 30 FPS. Guys, please stand down. <laughs> Put your weapons down. Everything's going to be okay because there's a performance mode at 60 FPS. The internet cheered. Internet cheered. There's a favor re- resolution high frame rate on, which is a 4K 40 FPS locked. So if you have one of our beautiful LGs with that high refresh rate, that's what you want to that's what you want to go for. And then favor performance high frame rate on targeting kyle <laughs> 120 fps i had this i had this rant last night when we i did road to ragnarok with kevin diaz yeah. why <laughs> what <laughs> who 120 frames per second is too much i feel like ah. how the human eye can only d- d- perceive like what 30 to 60 I don't know about that, sir. I've heard uh, from multiple sources. I don't know. This is cool. Now, listen, I've... uh, How smooth do you want a game to be? Like butter. Do you want to just take a knife to the screen and just kind of take some of that and put it on a bagel? Like a nice warm knife going through butter. I don't know. God, I do declare. Too much. Uh, That's just for the two-star guy. Uh, Yeah, no, I I, I love... So, yeah, we talked about this, like, last week i only it only matters when the options are there right like i'm playing plague tale and i feel like the only problem with it being 30 fps is when it dips that's Mm -hmm. when when you when you could then your eye notices that there's a hiccup right whereas here giving you the options uh 
for 60 frames for 120 frames that gives you a lot more wiggle room as to yeah even if it dips a little bit below 60 your eyes not going to notice it as much as if it dips below 30. So that's all the only things that really matter for me here, but it's nice that they're giving you so many options to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's a bummer. No photo mode at launch. Frowny face. It's happened before. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming soon yeah. after launch. Don't worry. Also beware of spoilers. Cause someone that was reviewing the game, uh, was taking pictures and it was uploading straight to Twitter. Oh no. Beware of spoilers. So again, oh. mute your words. Luckily, I don't care about spoilers. I didn't see anything, but mute you tell words. me these people get review codes, but we don't. Come on, that's the, honestly that's the real controversy about that, reviews. Man, you know, Mm-mm. variety. All right, and, and and now we this saw the combat, the combat trailer. Trailer, eight minutes of devs explaining, walking you through what this game is. Uh, they talk about more variety of 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 uh, enemies. So they're like, we heard you guys. From the original game or from the 2018 game, um, we're putting way more enemies on screen with more variety, with yeah. more different characters and different alligators and legumes and whatever. Yeah. As somebody, legumes, we're fighting beans? <laughs> Bouncing beans. <laughs> As somebody who just finished 2018, uh, yeah, I'm very excited about this because there's just a lot of enemies that are just reskinned. Yeah. And you, and like, how many different colors of nightmares can I fight? Yes. How many de- trolls? How many droggers and and troll troll. ice guys, poison guys? They all look the same. They just have different kind of colors to them. Oh, like, that don't take it that way. You know what? Oh God, I'm First sorry. First Kanye, now you. All oh right. no, more mini bosses. <laughs> on that note, every realm is going to have their own enemies, yes. like own style to them, which yeah. is cool. I like the the light elves and how they fight, similar to the dark elves, but. Maybe. We're fighting light elves now. What happened? I don't know. We're about to find oh, out. Oh, did we make the wrong choice in 2018? I don't know. I don't think so. More mini bosses, like we mentioned earlier, different foes, right? The one thing I do want to say, I like the dodge. I noticed the dodge mechanic here. It feels like it's giving you more room. And yeah. I'm, I'm appreciating that. The one thing that I love is combo finishers. Uh, you know, when they talk about playing with your food in God of War... This is it. So when you stun lock a foe, you can stun lock them in different ways, which could mean you get to cut their head off and limbs off in various different ways before and you just. They made it a point of like people have always wanted to finish them off with the weapon of their choice. Yeah. You can do that. <laughs> it, yes. it, you're just not you're not locked into just the axe or or the blades. Yeah. You can do whatever and you want. Somehow you got the blades of chaos in the second game. Not going to explain how it's there. It's in the promo. You can't yell at me. Yeah. Um, and they say, listen, everybody loves the grapple. We're going to do some special stuff to it. That's cool. So maybe you, yeah. you get a different like item and like the blades explode and have a huge AOE instead of hooking you to them. Yeah. Uh, that's I really also bad. really, really dug the, uh, from up above, you can do like a ground pound move. Yes. I always thought it was weird that Kratos never did that. And now Daddy Kratos and, does. It's fantastic. And I love seeing Atreus being more independent in this stuff where mm-hmm. he's older, he's doing his thing, he's learned. And I think one of my favorite moments from this is not even just in combat, it's seeing Atreus climb a wall by himself. Yep. Like 
baby boy, you were on my back in 2018. <laughs> I didn't carry you everywhere up these walls. And now you're just, you know, hook shot, hook shotting up to the top and like you're on your own. Like, yeah. I can't wait for this game, Joe. <laughs> 13, 12 days or whatever it is. Oh, 12, boy. gosh dang, dude. It doesn't feel real to me yet. It will feel no. real once I think the reviews hit. And I will only care about the numbers for our fantasy league. Then it will actually feel, oh yeah, this game is here. It's out. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm super, super excited. I, I I'm going to ask this question to you as I asked on uh, the Road to Ragnarok show. What is the thing that is uh, going to happen after that five hour preview? Right, like I, as soon as I was done playing 2018, I went back. I watched a couple of spoiler casts, and a couple of them were like. During the the 2018 preview, uh, we stopped you when you're walking the boar to Freya's house. Mm. Like, they stopped you. So that way you didn't see the lake. You didn't see the open world nature of it. And everyone was kind of blown away by that being a thing in a God of War game. And, like, that's the thing that they wanted to keep a secret until the full release. Here, everyone's talking about the five hours and it was a cutoff. What is that thing after five hours that's going to kind of like blow our minds a little bit? Kratos dies. And you're playing as a Atreus. After five hours? No, no, no. I don't think so. And you're playing as Atreus. It's a Metal Gear Solid situation. I don't think so. Guys, I'm I'm really like, there's no way he walks. There's no way the God of War walks out of Ragnarok. He's going to die. Yeah. I don't think it'll be at the end of the game, though. Okay. I have oh I I have some wild predictions, some wild predictions. Right, We're going to Egypt, y'all, in this game. That's all. I, I do think he. I I do. Th- There's some spoilers. I do think Kratos turns into something, and helps Boy out. Uh-huh. And in that process, he gonna die. But like, mm. does he really die? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> okay. That's that's all I can oh, say. Yeah. Okay. They they wrote him off. He they had he they had the sunset him. And I know we all love Kratos. You're not talking about from a place of knowledge, right? You're you're guessing? No, I'm totally guessing. Why would I? Okay. I, I For a real second, I was like, Joe, I'm real mad at you. Was it really of that much confidence in Guso? I was, yeah. You, you had me really for a second. Out of my ass. All right. Okay. Whew. Yeah, all no. right. Good. I'm just, I'm, I'm pretty confident he's going he's, he's gonna to go. I don't. I mean, end of 2018, something's happening. And then I think Atreides becomes the god of war. Takes his father's mantle, goes to Egypt, falls in love with Cleopatra. Oh, Angraboda. No, well, Angraboda was uh, just, you know, his first. Oink, oink. And then he goes to uh, Egypt and he marries Cleopatra. <laughs> you just like saying her name that way. It's really nice, you know, phonetically. All right. Francisco. That's fun to say. Francisco Ferdinand. Cleopatra. That's right. <laughs> the guy that starts World War One, I'm like, yeah, that's a nice name. <laughs> Archie Ferdinand. All right, Nibel writes in. Uh, Nibel writes in. <laughs> this is a post from Nibel. Uh, Fallout Four will receive a next a free next gen upgrade in 2023 for Xbox Series X, X and S and PS5 and PC. Cool. Ooh-wee. Performance higher F- F- FPS. Oh, you mean it'll actually run at 60 or maybe hopefully 30 <laughs> FPS? Okay. Quality 4K modes, bug fixes. Oh, yeah. And bonus co- uh, creation club content. 
Ooh, we. I love to think that Bethesda's like, hey, we know Fallout 4 is buggy. <laughs> Let's wait until 2023, though, to fix them. <laughs> Did this game come out like uh, like five, six years ago? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we needed rest. It's, it's, it's fine. Yeah. All right. Kyle, are you holding on to something? Yes. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest steals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. On the 25th of October, Garbage Pail yeah. Kids, Mad Mike, and the quest for stale gum on PS4. Yeah. <laughs> We're just starting off weird, you know? Garbage Pail Kids are always weird. I never got into them. What is Garbage Pail Kids? Oh, they're... Oh, wow. Uh, they are... Um, Depiction of kids, uh, uh, like disgusting. Like all kids are disgusting, though. Yeah, but it, like ramped up a notch. Let me just see. Let me just take a look. At Where this. they all have like these kind of weird the quirks f- to them. What in the? F- yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I see garbage pail kid. This kid is peeing on books. Yeah. He's got zits all over. How? What yeah. is? What? Yeah, that's all garbage right. pail kids for you. And people bought this. Yeah, it's it's a big thing. It's big. It's a big yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, I also didn't know who JoJo Siwa is from last episode. <laughs> and spoiler alert, I know some people tried to explain who JoJo Siwa is. Not even going to bother. <laughs> people are like, I can't believe you don't know who JoJo Siwa is from last week's episode. I'm like, that's funny that you think I remember last week's episode. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's like the things we say are out of my brain at the moment they leave my mouth. Exactly. God. It's really dangerous, guys. All right. Life in Willowdale, Farm Adventures on PS5, PS4. Christ, that sounds normal. Thank you. Miraculous, The Rise of the Sphinx and Cleopatra on PS5 and PS4. Mountain Blade, Bannerlord, or two, Bannerlord on PS5, it's- PS4. Is that a previous? Am I thinking of, of a mobile game? It's. It sounds like something I've seen at a GameStop shelf. Look at that. Up. Right. Repentless Two on PS4. Seed of Life. Ooh, <laughs> you <laughs> pervs out there. The Seed of Life. Kyle, look that up. Is that one of the Christian games? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm completely wrong on Mountain Blade. That's not what I'm thinking no? of. I'm looking. I'm looking up the Seed of Life game. S- Seed of Life game. Uh, Seed of Life is an action adventure puzzle game that will take you to a beautiful yet toxic world where almost all life has disappeared. All right, I'm going to tell you something. Seed of Life, change that name. <laughs> Sounds like something. Something that uh, Doctor Oz wants you to consult your local, phys- you know, government official about. Let's be real. Let's uh, who we. Oh, making up cut. an entire chain of grocery stores. <laughs> That's a deep cut for you. All right. Yomawari, Lost in the Dark on PS4. On October 26th, Crown of the Empire comes out on PS4. Come on, guys. What's this? Stroke the Hedgehog. <laughs> Come on. It's exactly what you think it is. These are egregious. Okay. This is where I draw the line. PS5, Temple of Horror on PS4. On the 27th, Arkanoid Eternal Battle comes out Sweet. on PS5, PS4. Love a good brick breaker. Jesus, see, this is... Don't you see... Arkanoid Con- is classic. Don't oh, it's, you... Oh, it's a classic? Okay. Don't don't come at me with an Arkanoid. All right, well, how about this game? 
Rule number one on PS5, PS4. Yeah, let me look that up. Saturnalia. I wish I could pronounce that. It's uh, Saturnalia. Okay. Is that how Italians say the planet Saturn? (laughs) How dare you? Forget about it. Uh, PS5 and PS4. Uh, Signalis on PS4. I've been hearing good things about that. Yeah. Star Ocean, the Divine Force on PS5 and PS4. On the 28th of October, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 on PS5, PS4. Uh, Charon's Staircase. Charon's Staircase on PS5, PS4. Dungeon Munchies on PS5, PS4. Uh, Resident Evil Reverse. Oh, shit. This game came out on PS4. Cannot wait for it to similarly do what that that uh, Final Fantasy Battle Royale game. Like six months from now, we are closing. Hey, also, service. everyone, in case you didn't know, that is that studio is the one making that Sound Hill F game. Just saying. I'm in trouble. Resident <laughs> Evil Winters expansion comes out on PS5, PS4. It's also something to note. Uh, Resident Evil Showcase happened. And let me tell you something. That Resident Evil 4 remake looks freaking awesome. Awesome. Looks so much better than the first game because that it, game was a little dated at, at parts. And honest to goodness, dude, it really does look like they're like, okay, <laughs> we understand that while making this game, we we we're kind of at at towards the end, running at the, the seat of our pants when it comes to the story and narrative and stuff. So yeah. we're going to you know bring in some of the older uh, or the old guard to kind of help kind of smooth out the story and help smooth out what they they kind of originally envisioned and get that into this game so yeah. i'm really digging this game it looks great it looks like it's not deviating um heavily from its yeah. from its core what made that game special i also love that this so is many. the first re remake of a game that i have played from start to finish and yeah. when i see that trailer I see the hints at everything that's happening, and that has me super excited. Yeah, to finally partake in these, you know, quote unquote cultural trailers in terms of video games in the last five, six years or whatnot. Yeah, feels cool. Feels great. Feels fantastic. All right, Kyle, it is time for a favorite segment of the night. It is time for the Sony Pony Express. Ask what not why writes in, just like you can too, over at the Trophy Room Discord server or at us at PS Trophy Room. I'm going to resubmit my question from last week for the Sony Pony X Express. They put the cross instead of the. Oh, you see that? I'm, I see that. I like we, that. Can we make that change right here, right now? Because on the show it. notes, it's like Panda Express, right? Like how you normally would. Yeah. Express. I like that. Jose, look at you just making history again. Okay. Howdy, howdy. Just two stars. Sorry, howdy, howdy, <laughs> just two stars, the trophy, Dan. Uh, what is currently your favorite thing about gaming? If you could bring something from a video game to life, what would it be? Love, Jose, top tier PlayStation podcast, but only two stars a minute. <laughs> You're a real son of a gun, Jose. Um, what are, what's the th- my favorite thing I love about video games? That I could bring to real life? Yeah, or like, what's the favorite thing about video games? And what's something you'd bring? out for into real life easy okay give me a a a medical liquid to drink when i'm feeling sick and i'll be (laughs) good immediately right yeah just immediately you know what hey i can take a shot (laughs) i can get shot give me five seconds in the corner i'll be okay exactly (laughs) Mm -hmm. someone give me blood vials asap (laughs) exactly yeah and it's just like gatorade 
you know? Being, uh, normalizing <laughs> normalizing walking to other people's homes and looking through their shit. <laughs> and not being yelled at. Yeah. Putting pots on 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 like on a, like a, a clerk's head so you can just steal everything. Yeah. And finding, totally a right back, uh, finding a back door to the store so you can be behind the counter mm-hmm. and steal things in front of the clerk and he can't do anything about it. That's right. <laughs> you got me this time. <laughs> you son of a gun. Um, yes. Save points are great too. That I, like save points would be great. Yeah. Options like you know here here are the options I can have on the fly and I have oh. as much time to like kind of. I would love an it. easy day today. Let me bump down the difficulty. Yeah. Paragon, Renegade. Yeah. A little chaos. Yeah. What's my current favorite thing about gaming in, in, in a whole right now? Um, honestly, I freed myself from the backlog. I don't care about it. You guys know I don't care about it. I'm now freeing myself from FOMO. I don't have to buy everything day one, y'all. Look, like Gotham Knights, right? I took, I t- I took the words of a couple of good friends. I'm like, I'm going to wait a little bit. Sure. I'd love to play right now. I'm going to wait for it on sale. Try to be responsible. That's fair. That's, fair. And that's what I'm going to do. And in the meantime, I got Cyberpunk. I got Plague Tale. And I got uh, Call of Duty to play. And so got a war soon. Got a war soon. So I'm I'm plotting things out right now. That's, that's, that's my favorite thing. So I freed myself from the FOMO. And I just started enjoying really good narrative. Um, so that's currently my favorite thing about games. Look at look at Mr. Holier than thou over here on his pedestal. Remember, preaching. Go, go back an hour from now. I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> what about yeah, you? I, uh, what is my favorite thing? I don't. I I'm just excited about video games right now. You could do drugs in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's take that from the game to real life. Um, yeah. No, I'm just like generally just really excited. It's exciting time. Like all these big games that we've been looking forward to all year are right around the corner. And whether or not I get to play them day one or or close to release remains to be seen. But I'm just, it's an exciting time. Yeah. It feels like Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. And one of my favorite things is that we're doing good by playing games. And what I mean by that is our extra live stream. Again, November 5th. Rome, New York. We're going to probably be on the Carpool Gaming stream over on Twitch. Uh, go check it out. It's going to be a, a lot couch. of fun. Got a couch. Joe and I are going to uh, co-op Bloodborne at some That's right. point. That's right. I'm, go- I'm going to take him through the DLC. That's right. A <laughs> little bit of a role reversal there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. A whole bunch of stuff. All right. Foolish Fuji writes in for the Sony Pony Express. Yeah. That's right. What is your go-to spoopy game for Halloween? And are there any of those of us who are scaredy cats that don't like horror? Also, what is your candy of choice? Uh, first off, I want to make a declaration. We got to stop shit talking um, candy corn. It's an acceptable candy. Listen, are you saying that because of the six one indie extra life stream? No, I'm just saying it because I think candy corn. Because we rank candy on there. What, what, where did you rank candy corn? Oh. Candy corn needs to be destroyed and thrown in the trash. Oh, wow. I I, I can't stand it. I, I feel like you can have it. a couple of them. You can't have a whole bag of candy corn. Sure. You can have a couple. Like I mean, good, that's for all candy, though. No, like, like let's be honest. If you give me a foot, like a, like a, like, a foot, like a, <laughs> a foot of <laughs> Snickers, 
If you oh, yeah? a human foot. No. A foot a candy of Snickers. Foot? I'm going to eat candy that. Candy foot for your troubles? I'm not going to get disgusted by the Snickers after I made it six inches deep. <gasps> in that Snickers. I'm not. I'm like, this is That's Snickers. a lot of Snickers, Joe. <laughs> Whatever. How are you not going to be over it by then? It's Snickers. It's the perfect amount of caramel meets uh, meets nougat meets, <laughs> meets peanut and chocolate. Uh. What's there not the most? Uh, but like with when it comes to candy corn, there's a limit. After five, you're like, oh no, this, there's yeah, something. No, no, thank you. It's kind of like in uh, Step Brothers where they're they're in the interviews in the tuxedos, <laughs> and then they fart during the interview. He's like, nah, uh-huh. that's kind of yeah. up. That's what it's like. After the sixth yeah. one, you're like, all right, I made a mistake. Yeah, I, I all of that all that line of candy corn esque candy, the pumpkins, the corn, everything about it. I just I just don't enjoy it. I'm I'm more like autumn. Like I like the the season of fall. Though sure. you know why is it 67 degrees right now? That's a little oh, nuts. 98% humidity today. I was pouring What's sweat. What's going on? We all know. <laughs> we all know. Uh, but uh my Candy's choice is Reese's. Mm. And I get bullied because I have to cognitively when I think of it say Reese's because I normally just say Reese's. Reese's. Yeah. They, I, they did that on purpose. Me. How dare they? How Reese's. dare they? I'm go- you know what? I'm sticking to it. I'm not going to yeah. be shamed. Reese's. Yeah, don't. Be you. What's your favorite candy of choice? I'm a, I'm a sucker for Starburst uh, all year round. Joe yelled at me beforehand. I was eating jelly beans, Starburst jelly beans. Yep. That's right. Jelly beans in, in Halloween times. It's allowed. Yeah. So, so Starburst, really Milky Ways, those are those are kind of the my go-to. nerd uh Nerd ropes? No, no. The, there's like nerd gummy beans. During Easter, oh yeah, they're yeah, yeah. really, really good. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, as far as a, a spoopy game for Halloween, if you are a scaredy cat, check out Costume Quest. Mm. Uh, Double Fun's Costume Quest are, are, are a really great time. I don't go out of my way to see horror, horror stuff. Um, horror comes and finds you. Yeah, it comes to find me. Though, here's the situation, like. My, you know, my good friend Amy, she loves watching. Like, she loves getting festive about it. Like, let's yeah. relax. And I don't do horror movies. I watched Midsummer, and it. I only needed to watch that movie once. It stuck with me. If I do horror, and I mean, it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal flick. But, like, if I do horror, it has to be science fiction. So, like, Alien, Predator, those Fair. are my go-to. My best friend, she... <sighs> At work, was watching Terrifier, the original. Oh boy! Okay, she loves it, and she is one of the. She was like one of the original, like group of seven people with the, with the VHS tape passing it around. Like she's, she's talked the to the director, like that type of stuff. Like had full blown conversation with her. Loves it, and I'm like, why? First off, why? It's gross. It's just a bunch of gore for the sake of gore. And secondly, why are you watching that at work? Hey Joe, yeah. What can we do to get you to go watch Barbarian on HBO Max? Nothing. W- without watching any trailers or anything. <laughs> you couldn't pay me anything. I I watched that last night, and uh, I would love to be in the room and watch you watch that movie. I don't need panic attacks. <laughs> I that don't. movie's wild. Everybody, do what I did. Go in. Don't watch any trailers. Don't read up on it. Nope. <laughs> it's. Oh boy, I'll tell Joe about it in the post show. It's crazy. No, no, you no, no, no. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, right. I hope you guys are both doing okay. Joe, I hope your father is doing okay. My question. And he is, he's, he's kicking butt. Uh, my question this week is have you guys ever ventured down the road of fan fictions for games on Sunday night? I searched up some fanfics on trails, Aaron way specifically, <laughs> dirty little toe, you know, please don't let's not get into, let's not get in that territory. You know what I mean? This we're let's keep it PG 13. Let's, Carry on though. I found one that in character and put a smile on my face. Oh no, you know. Oh no. With how I could see this happening in game. So I throw the ball over to you guys. Has the fan fiction rabbit hole ever enticed you? Ever- my, my my lawyers have informed me I should plead the fifth on this one. <laughs> Here's the thing. When I think of fanfic, I only it's like fanfic is just always horny, right? Yes. This is exactly what I think of. No matter how good, like this, like the story's leading down, like maybe it's a murder mystery. Somehow these characters are going to bone. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, listen, I've I've been forced to read a few in my day. I haven't been forced to read a few, and I still have. Um, it's just like anime. I'm like, I can't. I don't see the appeal, but I'm glad. It just seems like, listen, it just seems like you're fantasizing yourself as one of those characters, you know? But like, yeah. And to me, I'm just like, yeah, come on. Come on. Knock it off. Knock it off, you horny kids. (laughs) You're no fun. (laughs) I'm a real stick in the mud. I really am. (laughs) I'm such a a prude. What about you, Kyle? Yeah, I I just alluded to it. Yeah, I've read some fan fiction. It's, yeah. I won't get into specifics. (laughs) It's happened from time to time. Uh, there's like cool fan fiction in World of Warcraft. There's a reason I like Tifa a whole lot. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Well, that's true. Why can I like I should, why? Because it just here's it. All right, let's break this down. I'm just weirded out that they're horny via words because like there's whole categories. You know what I mean? We've been to those no. sites. There's yeah, like yeah, weird yeah. stuff on yeah. the banners, uh-huh. and you're like, whoa, the Overwatch. Girl in the mech. Oh, could do I've that. never, you I've know? never done that. I've, no, the, but I'm just saying. So version. why am I yucking that yum? When yeah, I don't that's know. So normalized. You know yeah. what? I don't know. Joe, you have homework. <laughs> Give me some homework. Too. I think I'm good. I think I'm gonna pass. <laughs> <laughs> I would love a repeat of one of my favorite stories you ever told of your dad <laughs> walking in on you. <laughs> But this time you're just reading words and he's he has no he doesn't know how to address the situation. Again, I take off Judy's blouse. Dad oh. It's not what you think. The words are very descriptive. Oh, <laughs> I think boy. that would be more shame for my uh, my dad's sake. <laughs> I think it would I think honestly I think that'd be weirder. Probably. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Thanks, Yuna. Thank you, Yuna. <laughs> Y'all, I'm a prude. I don't understand things. Uh, the youth culture gets me upset. Kevin Ainsworth writes in, Hi, Joe and Kyle. Time for 30 FPS watch. Joe, I would love an update on your playthrough of Plague Tale Requiem. And if you're ready to give it the game of the year hype train with me. Kyle, how are you enjoying Gotham Knights? I've been playing Strictly Co-op, and while technically it's a mess, it's an absolute blast. Kyle? I'll go first. I haven't started it yet. How dare you? I've been focusing on finishing up God of War 2018. 
Um, but I I will hop in definitely to Gotham Knights this week. I'll talk about it next week. Right. I'm just I'm very very excited about it. Yeah, I'm also very very tired, so I have not played much of Plague Tale Requiem. I think I put another hour into it. I'm really liking it. I also just want to take my time with it, but mm-hmm. it's more of the goodness that was the original so far. So I'm I'm liking it a lot. It's also just drop dead gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The scenery is just. You, you want to, like, to me, it's the one of the few games where it's like, turn the characters off in the camera mode, just take a picture of the environment. Yeah. It's nuts. It's a, absolutely A nuts. Ghost of Tsushima level is what you're finding? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Even more so. Even more so. That's awesome. Katie, Katie! writes in. Hello, Joan Kyle. Hello. Uh, so, <laughs> why did I say it like that? Hello. Uh, After checking out last week's show and finding out that Gotham Knights, a game that has been advertised as a four-player co-op game, is only only a two-player game, this made me think, what are some of the most bizarre gaming decisions you have seen? Could be something to do with a game's story or, in Gotham Knights' case, development. As always, I love you guys. Send all my love to Papa Badbit Joe. Take care. Care uh, and I shall. Uh, Kyle, what say you? Good sir. It's the most bizarre gaming decision. Y'all guys I mean, don't have phones is a bizarre decision to say on stage. But like decisions in a video game. What? Did, wait, hold on. What? What is that line from? From the BlizzCon, remember with the Diablo Immortal? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Bizarre. I mean, in the moment when I played it, I was like, I was thrown off. Mm. But not playing a Snake and Metal Gear Solid Two, like, and playing as as Raiden for most of that game, it's a pretty bizarre thing, right? Not that it didn't work out, but that was pretty bizarre. Mm. I think in terms of bizarre, let me try to make one negative and one positive. So I think one of the more bizarre recent decisions is like Overwatch having to have your phone authenticator on to play the game. That's a really bizarre move. I believe you have to also do that for Call of Duty. I feel like that's that's very weird. But But again, that, that has a good application to it. Sure. So that way, like if you're... You're just a hassle. It is a hassle, but if if that's going to help weed out the the awful people playing games and banning them, oh, that's true. I'm okay with it. I mean, maybe that's not, you know what. Look, you rolled that one into being a positive yeah. thing. I'm still being inconvenienced. Now nah, I'm going to be a stick in the mud again. <laughs> All right, Karen. Yeah, it's fine. I'm going to call. Them All manager. right, sure. Um, but bizarre in a good way. I would say Fortnite. Who would know? That like, hey, I'm making a shooter. Let me obstruct my view and build myself my own cover. Would work so well. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And build the Taj Mahal. Like, nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Let's give Darth Vader an AK-47. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How bizarre is that? Goku is shooting an AR-15 at, I don't know, Nathan Drake, whose teammate (laughs) is Darth goddamn Vader, and who is also being healed by Spider-Man. Like, Mm -hmm. and somehow DC's there. Like, it's bizarre, and it shouldn't work, but somehow it does. (laughs) As somebody in a football jersey swings by, like, Spider-Man in the background. Uh, Really quickly, I don't know if you caught the stream this past weekend. I played some Fortnite um, by myself, 
I almost won without doing anything, Joe. Yeah. I glided over on top of that tornado. Yeah. And it doesn't make you descend. You can just stay on top the entire time. Yeah. I made it to top 20 without moving up there <laughs> until the circle moved out of my way and I was forced to go down and I was in trouble. I'm glad you don't play multiplayer games, Kyle. <laughs> the worst goddamn teammate. What do you mean? That would have been the best. No, it was solos. I was by uh, myself. Solos? Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. I want to do that to a team. Come on. Who do you think I am? Uh, Mr. Badbit? Get out of here. Captain Logan writes in. This is the last question of the night just for you, sir, and it's a special one. Let's get an update on your favorite PlayStation stars, not NFTs. <laughs> I haven't done any of the challenges because I don't want to. I am going to check right now. I don't even know what the challenges are. Let me just. See. One is like buy a full price game. Not doing that. One is. Oh, I did. I I, I mean, I bought Plague Tale, so I must have. Yeah. Uh, I think it was specific ones. Um, Kyle, please. T- I'm a level two and you're talking to me like you're a level three right now. So lower the tone. I'm a level two right now on PlayStation. What the hell just happened? You heard me. I still have the the, the little scope you get. I removed it from. (laughs) I removed it from the display case. I guess I don't have it anymore. Oh no! I get no. I I got the I got the scope. I'm only halfway through level one. Tree view collectible. What is this? Oh, it's okay. It's a it's a PlayStation Tech demo T Rex. The Dino. Yeah, Yeah, I've got that one. I missed out on the Cine Snail, which this? is apparently play any game on PS4, PS5. Pretty sure I did that. Ooh, I got an Astrobot diorama. Too bad it's two inches. This was definitely NFTs, guys. How did I not get that one? That's wild to me. Uh, oop, I hit my mic. Uh, this is what it is. And listen, that has been the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it this week. I know I did. I needed it. Kyle, this felt like. We haven't done a show in a month. You know, one of those. And I, yeah. I walked away pretty confident in the show. I, I dug it. Huh. But listen, is there anything you want to sp- What was that? You're like, eh. Nothing. Okay. Okay. Right. Nothing. Well, is there anything you like to spotlight before you get out of here? Uh, myself. Just in case I'm on Twitter, if you said all that jazz. Um, thank you again, everyone, for checking out 61 Indies Extra Live stream this past weekend. We still have a shirt that it. You can buy, and all the proceeds go to the charity. Uh, you can find all that information on 61indie.com. That's S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E. Uh, it's a little pigeon on top of a jack-o'-lantern. Ooh. It's a nice little sweatshirt if, if you want it. Um, and, yeah, I'm excited to see you in person next weekend. Uh, you know, play games for this uh, extra live stream. It's going to be fantastic. And uh, check out The Road to Ragnarok with uh, Kevin Diaz and I are talking about all things God of War leading up to Ragnarok in 12 days and our full thoughts on that when it comes out and whatnot. Next week is the uh, predictions episode. And boy, oh boy, I got oh, some good ones. My goodness. I got some good ones. And you can find me over at Mr. Babbitt over on Twitter. You can find the show on Twitter at PS Room. Remember, give us five-star reviews over at Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and you are entered to win the digital deluxe version of God of War Ragnarok. And if you're a previous reviewer, don't worry, you're already entered. If you're a patron, don't worry, you are already entered. But if you want to double up on your chances, you could do all those things and you get more entries into the giveaway. So with that said, you can find the show over on Apple Podcasts, over on Spotify, over on Google Podcasts, and on YouTube. And with all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody, love you. Keep your wits about you. Keep hunting. Keep playing PlayStation. Love you guys.
Bye. Love you.